Thank God it's Free Range. You are listening to Free Range Radio Friday with your host, Michael Elves. Pour yourself a beverage and turn up the volume because here on 101.5 UMFM, the weekend starts now. UMFM, this is Thank God It's Free Range, the Friday edition of Free Range Radio. I'm Michael Owls and kicking things off for us tonight. Nevada Act, the Sextones, recently signed a record kicks. The track is called Here I Go Again. It's out today. Great retro soul vibe to it if you're into the sacred souls and the dap tone sound. I guarantee you're going to dig the sex tones. Uh, we got a great show for you tonight, busy one. Earlier this week, Motherhood, the East Coast trio, came to town to play Winterruption and uh, stopped by and did a little live session. So we've got my live session and interview with them coming up after this next musical selection. And then a little later, Ian Lodwick's 
joins me to talk about the tribute to Joe Strummer and the Clash happening next Friday night at the Park Theatre. Uh, we'll get into the details. But before that, uh, new Toronto R&B artist Claire Davis with a new single follow-up to a 7-inch from last year. This is called Intuition. Keep it locked here on 101.5 UMFM.
studio with motherhood here to play winterruption and uh welcome thanks for coming in and pl- playing some songs for us thank you very much for having us happy so, to be here so uh, a little whirlwind tour yeah. um but i i saw on social media you guys just were 
doing some recording prior to this. We were, yeah. Yeah, we were uh, back in the studio with old Trask, who did our last album, and just working away at something, but we don't know what yet. <laughs> the, uh, the description on the Instagram page was uh, Blood from a Stone. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's, the, <laughs> that's, that's not Blood wrong. being the song, Stone being you guys. Our heads, yeah. Is that like, is that just right now writing songs, or is that typically kind of like it's you have to eke it out a little bit? It's always been like that kind of for us because we write very like together. So yeah, it's not an ideal or efficient writing process, but it's just it's getting better though. Yeah, it's getting better. This last time around has been better for sure. Is it? like conscientiously like you wanted to all write together like you were like purposeful about that or like uh i mean like the songs that we just recorded like since our last album i guess some of them are like will come with a little idea or something but no one's ever coming with like here's the verse and here's the chorus and whatever we were trying to just piece together a bunch of little fragments um and then bryden usually puts the lyrics over top so depending on how complex the song becomes, his job gets a lot harder. Right. Yeah, we can kind of paint him into a corner sometimes. So that's, <laughs> that's what ends up uh, taking uh, taking a long time lately. But that uh, hasn't always been the case. Like sometimes Bryden will come to us with like a pretty much fully formed song and then we flesh it out. We say, what about this? Like, can we change this? And then it's just at, at the point that everyone's satisfied, then the song's done. What's the measure of satisfaction? Like. Just especially not when being bored <laughs> when it, when everyone's not bored at any point during the song like. or that the recording date is today oh, okay so, so, so sometimes then it's we're like satisfied okay let's go yeah <laughs> um so then like with with a session like this one that you just did do you try to create like some sort of like boundary for it like like we only have this amount of time so we have to reach a point at which we're satisfied um, sometime, like we've definitely done the thing where we just have the dates booked, so we have to have something to do when we get there. Um, but generally we have a lot more than we think we have once we get there. Like I always feel really stressed and then we end up working straight for like three days and then it turns out we had a lot to do. So once you're in the moment. Yeah, but this one... This one's just a little looser because we don't have, like it doesn't have to, no one's like pushing us to put a record out right now, but we do want to get one out. Was that different with Winded? Like, were you, did you feel some sort of like external push to get uh, that record out? Just because it had been a, a little while since we released the one before that, Dear Bongo. Yeah, and we so had the time to write it. It was just a matter of like, finishing it all up and stuff so putting that pressure on ourselves mm -hmm. is helpful otherwise we kind of just like dilly dally in the past it's been really hard to write because we're we've been touring so much so putting out winded we actually had the time to write because it was the pandemic mm -hmm. um so now looking ahead we're trying to just like be diligent diligent about writing so that we can always be putting new songs out um, because we're coming into a big touring season again. So like thinking about how you behaved songwriting wise during a like, like enforced point of like stasis versus like how do you carry that kind of on yeah, in yeah. a period of movement? Yeah, exactly. like our writing process, I think we're always trying to improve. And like, obviously it doesn't always look the same every time we do a couple different things. But we are, it's on our minds all the time, trying to be like 
a little faster without losing any quality and like just more efficient in general because mm-hmm. it is tough to find the time yeah but we make the time like we we carve out time from our like personal lives like you know we practice twice a week pretty much guaranteed for um, several hours whether it's super productive or not productive at all it's just like bringing ideas fleshing them out trying to put them together with ideas that have you know existed for like the past few weeks and seeing what what we can put together Mm -hmm. do you use the road to like test stuff at all like are you the type of band that will kind of like slip a couple songs in that you're not 100 percent on yeah Yeah, sometimes like that as a way to see if a song is good or not i think it's helpful for sure but it's like if you you can kind of tell if it's not quite ready and i I always feel guilty about playing a song to an audience that i don't feel like it's the best it can be it's like ripping off the audience or something yeah like we wouldn't play like a half finished song or anything like that they're usually reasonably far along right by the time they get into a show and then it also yeah, like prepares you for you know the inevitability of having to record it, right? So you play it through a few times, you get that feedback. If people are excited, you're going to play maybe more convincingly. <laughs> I don't know. If that's the right way to put it. But, yeah, I um, agree with what Penny's saying about how like you don't like you don't want to play something bad, obviously, but sometimes that's the only way to actually see if like like you play it, then it's like oh, this needed like like this part is the part that needs work or whatever right like like did this resonate or was there a period in which we kind of like lost people or something we can like bounce the ideas around off each other's heads forever yeah but then eventually you're just so far into it it gets a little confusing sometimes right yeah and it like Bryden said it's like if or adam said actually about like never getting bored that's how we know when a song is done when there's enough to keep us compelled the whole time so usually our songs are like they can be quite long and repetitive and then we pull out everything that doesn't need to be there so when it's played live it's like are we bored playing it Mm. are we starting to get tired is there a part where we don't enjoy playing it anymore okay that part's gotta go so so speaking of that like obviously release winded kind of you you record and write winded you know when you can't tour you go out you put it into the world and then now it's kind of been a while since like it's been out playing it live like is are you still engaged with it because you haven't had as much opportunity to tour it or like what's the kind of like relationship with the songs right now yeah i mean i think we there's a couple songs that we're starting to like not play every time or whatever we're starting to put some new songs in there but i think yeah like we got to tour it in europe and a little bit in canada but we we didn't tour in the states at all which was i don't know i feel like this album didn't get to the people as much as the last one did so yeah, so I think we'll still be playing these songs for a long time. Yeah, and, like, it was a little different to, like, not be able to play them live. And now they're kind of getting their live personalities a little later than other times, but it, <coughs> it's fun to see how they change and, like, what happens when we just play them over and over. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm still in that honeymoon phase with a lot of them. Just, like, I just love playing them. Like, they're just they're fun to play. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not tired. <laughs> so, like, calendar-wise, it's been a while, but in terms of, like, how many times you've played them out, it's a, it's a much shorter period yeah, of time. Yeah, so like, like, Dear Bongo, we we're t- we toured, like... Toured all over. A lot. Yeah. And we were yeah. playing those songs for a long time. It was really, like, our hometown crowd has heard the songs on Winded forever because they were the only ones that we could play to in the pandemic. <laughs> so we played all of our songs that we were recording or working on or whatever, and we are like here's new songs, here's new songs, here's new songs. But they'd actually heard them like five times because 
they were the only audience we had. Right. Yeah, so all our live testing was being done yeah. at the cab. So we released, we did our hometown release in July of this past summer, and people already all knew the words and were singing along because we'd been playing to those people <laughs> for, for two years. <laughs> for a while. A lot of outdoor shows that they could uh, yeah. Yeah. get yeah. to that. Yeah. Capacity kind of like. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know some artists, like, during the, like, period in which, like, they obviously kind of, like, were locked away, started writing, were also doing, like, listening that they hadn't do- done before. Was that something f- for you guys? Like, were you, were you checking out records? Were you listening to other people's work? And, like, did that kind of factor in at all in terms of, like, what you're writing now? Or uh, hmm. Not for me. I don't no. think I really... I think I, like, took up exercising in the place of listening. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And, like, doing <laughs> other things, crafts, I guess. But I think we were always listening a lot to other things. Like, I was telling them about my, like, Apple Music end of year thing, and it was like, you'd listen to Beyonce more than anything else, but I'd only listened to the album, like, a handful of times because I've just listened to so many albums once. It was a very flat kind of, like... Yeah. 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 My top-played song was Timmy Turner by Designer, but it was just because there was, like, two weeks where I was only listening to that (laughs) song. It was the same with the Beyonce record. I went hard for two weeks, and then... Well, I mean, like, two months. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. No Beyonce elements on the new recordings, though. Oh, well, you'd wasn't be surprised. Out okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on, this, on, on the, the new, new one. Stuff, yeah, 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 you wait and see. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna get true. Queen B herself on it. <laughs> that would be uh, that would be a coup. That's the new goal. <laughs> um. So going forward, obviously you're on on tour now. Th- then, like, are you back to like? Do you have another recording session or like? What's the kind of like? short like midterm kind of yeah we were trying to have a new record done by the end of february just because march to like july we're touring quite a bit so we figured if we didn't get it done then we wouldn't be able to get it done um but that's not gonna happen either so we're just hoping to find some time we've been testing out a theory on the road of like rather than trying to play in the middle of nowhere on a Sunday night and actually losing money of just trying to find spaces to spend time and write on the road. Uh-huh. So we're trying that out. We'll see how lose that Lose money in a more productive yeah, way. Yeah, lose money but gain songs. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see how that goes. We did that in, in Guelph um, recently. Like w- That was, must have been a couple of months ago. Yeah, um, shout out to Baby Labor for letting yeah, us and, use and their studio. Dan the man. Yeah. Dan made... Uh, made a space available to us for a, a, a couple of days and um, we got at least one song out of that, if not one and a half, maybe yeah, two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, we're just going to have to be like smarter about how we spend our time. I recently moved to St. John as well, which is like an hour away from the boys, so we're less flexible as far as like when we're together to write, so we have pretty so rigid So you got to commute to make the practices happen. Yeah, stuff, yeah, so I drive in twice a week um like every tuesday and every saturday morning we're together and we spend a few hours just trying to you know come up with new material so we yeah that's basically the plan sure (laughs) uh best place to keep tabs on you guys social media wise like are you instagram instagram's the one yeah Yeah, it's at mighty mighty mums oh yeah yes i was gonna ask you about that handle Uh, I guess, like, probably some, like, mummy blog was, like, already spoken yeah, for her motherhood. Yeah, it's just a joke from, like, probably 10 years ago. We we still call ourselves the mums, like, and people in, in New Brunswick refer to us as the mums, so that's just kind of how yeah, we Yeah, it's just kind of ourselves. like a play on Mighty Mighty Most Deaf. 
Gotcha. Okay. I, I was I was curious when I was like looking up your handle. I'm like, how did they arrive at Mighty Mighty Mums? But yeah, no, we couldn't we couldn't use motherhood for anything, obviously. And we still like we'll get follows on Twitter and stuff from like new mom blog or like yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's but we'll we'll take them. We'll take the follows <laughs> we'll where we can mom. get them. So. <laughs> There's there's moms out there who are you know into uh, hardcore and and punk yeah and maybe stuff, so like that's what I always say because like maybe they will like it yeah if we recently it uh, we recently did a r- little run of uh, baby onesies to oh. just kind of lean into it so it's just a baby onesie that says motherhood on it people love them Absolutely. we have some of those with us actually don't we, we sure do yeah, <laughs> yeah awesome coming into the show. <laughs> buy your baby a onesie right on well uh, thanks again for coming in and, and sitting down and playing some songs for us here yeah thanks for yeah. having us thanks thanks Michael.
Back here on Thank God It's Free Range, right before the break, Motherhood with Rip Sheet. That was recorded live on Wednesday. Speaking of Wednesday, that was the day Zune released this new single, A Language Disappears, uh, with an announcement that uh, a new full length coming soon on Paper Bag Records. Exciting stuff. Always dig Zune and excited for that. Also excited for next Friday at the Park Theatre. Tribute to Joe Strummer and The Clash coming up after the Zune track. My discussion with Ian Lodwex about the event. Keep it locked here on 101.5 UMFM. Well, International Clash Day just around the corner, and on February 3rd, next Friday night at the Park Theatre, a tribute to Joe Strummer and The Clash, featuring a host of Winnipeg bands, and here to talk about it, Ian Lodwex. How's it going, Ian? Hey, Michael. Thanks a lot for having me on. My uh, it's going, going great. I'm ready to, to, to brave the cold right now and uh, do some uh, 
street poster and get some posters up on the street poles around downtown Winnipeg. Oh man, that is uh, yeah, it's, it's this cold snap. We we got it, kind of got it lucky for a little bit here, but uh, this is this is more what you expect for uh, January, February. Uh, Winnipeg we sure weather. do, yeah. Make make promoting a, a show just a little bit, a uh, little bit colder, but uh, but it's important for all the musicians to know out there. You know, street street postering still counts for something. You got to. Uh, I know it's easy to do do lots of promotion from behind the computer these days, but uh, still still counts for a lot to get out in your community, go to shows, ha- put some handbills out there, street poster. Yeah, and there's and, uh, garner some people that are maybe outside of your circle. Something you know? to be said for catching people who are just kind of walking and happen to you know like look up at a hydro pole and uh, absolutely. And to me, that says that you know somebody from that show is is out in their community. You know, that's also you know putting the steps in. That's <laughs> it's a punk ethos like the DIY like you know old school postering. That's that's you that's know, in, embodying the clash spirit. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, this is. We're, we're talking about a, a phenomenal band and a phenomenal man. What what was your entry point to the, to the Clash or to Joe Strummer? Like, did you hear Strummer first, like his Mescalero stuff? Or you well, know? I grew up on uh, listening to the Clash LPs. Thanks to my dad, he had uh, he had all the uh, Clash LPs, um, except for I think except for Sandinista. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna call in and correct me. Oh yeah, no doubt, right? <laughs> and so it was just later when we got into the Strummer stuff. Um, and it took a little while for that stuff to hit because I was kind of like a raucous punk at the time, and he was diving into a lot of uh, a lot of uh, worldly vibes on on his albums with the Mescaleros. That uh, and you know once it did hit, Global Go Go now far outranks London Calling to me. That's uh, the Mescaleros stuff is just just where it hits the hardest right now. So you resonated with the Clash stuff as a young kid, listening to your dad's record collection. And then you like aged into Strummer's later stuff, kind of the way he aged into it, basically. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He, he did it so gracefully. I'm not gonna say I did it as gracefully as he did, but uh, it certainly did. And then you know, the year that he passed, um, it was just a month later that we put on the first first uh, tribute to Joe Strummer and the Clash. We did it just a month after he passed. He passed in uh, December '02, and it was uh, January '03 that we put on the first one so lo and behold here we are 20 years later and we're doing these tribute shows still um and of course we haven't done them every year since then right uh, we've probably, probably done about eight or nine in that time um but uh it's always been something that's been really important to to uh to have you know uh, i know we're just talking about a tribute show here but it's kind of a little bit more than that to us it's, it's about having that that sense of community you know, yeah, sure, we are all coming together to mourn the loss of a huge figure, absolutely. But um, you know, it was a time. Uh, it, it was a time where community was was a big part of the Winnipeg scene, and uh, you know, where where the best band in town was only as good as the uh, community that was around them. And um, you know, even though Winnipeg continues to have like an immense musical pool to draw from. It's a little bit more fragmented for me now when, uh, you know, everybody's kind of looking for for their chance uh, in the spotlight. Everybody's kind of, they don't operate, bands kind of operate on their own now, it feels. They uh, they don't operate as much as a, as a as a scene as they it used to. So it's nice to have a show like this where everybody kind of come together and celebrate as a scene. Because when we started this tribute show, like I said, 20 years ago, there was a real strong Winnipeg music punk rock scene in, in, in Winnipeg. And um, 
and and the show is always a testament to that. And we try and continue that. You know, this uh, uh, next Friday at the park, we're going to have uh, people from We Rock uh, Winnipeg, which uh, formerly Girls Rock Winnipeg, doing some great things in our city. They're going to have a table set up. We have uh, Punk Rock Winnipeg, Punk Rock Flea Market, which is uh, mm. new to debut in Winnipeg this spring. They're going to have a table set up. And to me, that's what it's all about. It's not just the bands on stage. Of course, the bands on stage we'll talk about, they're going to, they're going to be phenomenal that night, but it's, you know, the community around it. And I think that's kind of the ethos of Strummer that we like to pass along. Yeah. You mentioned starting this like 20 years ago when you've done it intermittently, like having a little time away from it and coming back to it this year, did you give some thought about like, like how you would rebuild that community after this, you know, kind of like enforced absence? Uh, yeah, absolutely. There's, there's kind of a sense there's, there's a lot of bands who'd be interested in playing and it's, it's, tough to pick which bands you know we uh we kind of air on we want to get some veterans in there from you know the past scene um and we also want to get some heavyweights from the current scene and you know getting some guys from the past scene is very important to us because like i said when you've been going for 20 years as a tribute show um people have grown up on this at this point you know the 20 you age 20 years now people are going to start bringing their kids to the shows and that's what it's all about to me so you want to have that kind of veteran presence to bring out some of the older groups who are in, in turn going to bring the younger generation, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then you also, yeah, you want to get some, uh, some newer bands. That's part of it. And like I said, uh, having a sense of community in the mezzanine or lobby, whatever is always important to me from the moment you come in the door, you know, it's gotta be, it's gotta be welcoming just like, uh, just like the strummer umbrella always was. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of the bands, uh, in terms of building this bill, like, did you, have anyone who just like couldn't do it or like did everyone you asked is is on the bill how did it work out oh yeah i have everybody we asked is on the bill absolutely it's uh um this is like i said been going for 20 years and uh when bands get the call to to come play the show not like it's not like it's a phenomenal opportunity (laughs) in the music industry but it's you know it's something to be a part of that's for sure and people know that and so um yeah, we don't uh, often ban have bands that can't play. Um, and, you know, we schedule it around the bands that we want. Um, so we have uh, opening up to the show. I should should mention. Yeah, we've got Death Cassettes, who are kind of like some some heavyweights in the punk rock scene right now, coming up. Uh, fronted by Mandy Sousa of like about a million punk rock bands in Winnipeg, and uh, they are they are where it's at for for local punk rock coming up right now. If you ask me. And then um, El Mariachi Ghost, or The Mariachi Ghost, uh, is playing uh, the first time at, the, at one of these tributes, which I think is a phenomenal addition because, especially as we talked about, like, Strummer digging into uh, kind of Mescalero vibes, or even, like, the uh, later Clash stuff, Sandinista, he often kind of dug into, um, you know, Spanish influences, uh, Latin American influences, and so I think having El Mariachi Ghost is going to be a phenomenal addition to the bill kind of bring a different element you know uh historically we've always had punk reggae or ska bands rock mm-hmm. bands play and so this will definitely have that different flavor and um then of course the crackdown is played almost every every time we put on this uh event the crackdown is played it of course i uh started putting on this tribute show with ben rodeker and darwin baker of the crackdown and so they're important veteran presence to have at it mm-hmm. and then uh I'll be performing with uh, Guns of Wolseley, which is a um, kind of like, uh, 
Uh, when I say all-star, I don't mean the best players in Winnipeg. I mean uh, some of my best friends. <laughs> We're all from different bands, played together over the years, uh, and just kind of our uh, all-strummer, all-clash set. And uh, so we'll be doing a yeah a full strummer clash set to close out the night. And uh, hell, we just jammed last night, and you guys are in store for quite the treat. Do you guys call dibs on like specific songs you want to play? Like when you're, you know, a, no, a strummer like focused so band, do you say like, hey, don't don't play this one. This is ours. You know, not not too many uh, Guns and Wolves that we've been playing for. Uh, for about five years now, and so we're expanding our repertoire. So if somebody calls us, uh, asks for a song, uh, we can certainly drop it and just play another another song. So that's a nice benefit of kind of being a band for five years, you know, tribute band for five years. Um, but yeah, we certainly try and make sure there aren't doubles just for the uh, just for the um, the uh, fan experience, the crowd experience. Right. Uh, they're not watching the same song. As cool as it would be to hear kind of a mariachi ghost and the crackdown do the same song and how they do it differently, it's nice to just hear one uh, one pass at each song. Yeah, yeah, nice. definitely. Um, you could see how they could do it differently and, and do justice to the same song oh, twice. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a deep Absolutely. enough catalog that, be, that you want cool. want folks to go deep. The only one that I call dibs on is Straight to Hell. Mm. <laughs> that, that song and me, you know, we've got a long long and heavy past and so uh so that one uh for me and my bandmates is a very uh special song to play each time that was the first song you guys recorded when you did the guns of wolseley session back here at the station in february 2018 i was looking at the that was the first one really i usually yeah. wait till the vibe is right until we're kind of dialed in to really give that one a go apparently you were so. dialed in right from the get-go so yeah i guess so we must have been riding on some some young man confidence uh Tickets are at ticketweb.ca, $15 in advance. Uh, doors 7, show at 8. Um, it's, so it's at the park. It's This isn't an 18 plus, right? Is there, it's a, it's no, it's open an all to everyone. Show. Yeah. Absolutely. Perfect. Yeah. That's we cool. made sure to uh, send somebody out to uh, post to high schools as well because, um, uh, you know, growing up in Winnipeg, that's how I found out about shows. And, um, and so I, I want to make sure that that's passed along so that, you know, the next generation doesn't kind of miss out on this whole scene that that we came up on, and that was very formative for us. And so, uh, you know, reaching out to uh, a younger generation is definitely definitely very important for, especially something like punk rock. Mm -hmm. uh, before I let you go, I always get the artist to kind of pick a track. I mean, we'll, we'll, let's we're going to play Guns of Wolsey Straight to Hell just because you mentioned it, but I want to get you to maybe pick a track off uh, a Go Go because you mentioned that record being kind of oh Global Go Go. That's uh, the title track, Global Go Go. You're going to go favorites. with that one, okay? Absolutely, that one's beautiful. He's he's singing about watching all these different, uh, you know, watching Nina Simone in Sierra Leone and the Scatolites in New York City, and uh, to me that that one, if you're uh, out in summertime, Winnipeg, and uh, kind of out in nature, that one is just hits hits so beautifully. Well, we'll give that one a listen, a reminder to go to a tribute to Joe Strummer and The Clash next Friday night at the Park Theater. Ian, thanks for taking some time, and uh, best of luck with uh, the uh, the cold poster. <laughs> thanks a lot, Michael. Really appreciate the time. World Service Bulletin. Tune is going out.
to Marconi To all corners of the globe There ain't no hut in the Serengeti Where my wavelengths do not provoke We sure hope the DJ is on board For some anti-gravity mixing
about a British chicken riddle. You're speaking King's English in quotation as railway towns view the steel mills rust. Water froze in the generation. No 
man's land Back here on Thank God It's Free Range, right before the break, Chicago band Doomflower with Ride in the Car. My favorite track off of their album Limestone Ritual came out a couple weeks ago on record label. Uh, before that, Guns of Wolves, it was straight to hell from a live on UMFM session recorded in 2018. Don't forget 
to get your tickets for the tribute to Joe Strummer and the Clash next Friday night at the Park Theater, ticketweb.ca for details. Uh, got some more music for you. Going to shift things as we kind of move towards After 8 Radio. Got some soul, some jazz, some moody rock, and a little bit more. Joni Yano, who I've been playing for a few years now, uh, his full length is finally out on Innovative Leisure today, uh, produced in collaboration with Bad Bad Not Good. This record, really just the perfect marriage of a vocalist with a, a, a jazz group. It really reminds me, this is a, maybe a weird comp, but John Coltrane and Johnny Hartman did a, a an album together, and it's just the, the right marriage of, of voices, uh, musical voices, and so... Uh, going to play You Haven't Haven't, my favorite track off of the record, but the whole record is great. Really recommend going and checking it out. Uh, after that, Montreal's Oliver Gould with a new single called Glue. We've got Abby Jean, new soul singer with No Better. we got a new track from Begonia called Married by Elvis, and I'd recommend checking out socials for some great imagery around that release. we got Tennis, and we got Bonobo and Jake's Green. Uh, this is a, a new single. Going to keep it locked here on 101.5 UMFM. I don't know. What do you think I'd say? 